Last one of the series. Um, I won't lie. I won't mind having a break. But we finish our 12 and do you know, I think we'll probably come back sooner. I think we'll probably come back in early May because... We haven't got else to do. We haven't got else to do. But I won't mind a break because it's quite hard work. I'm feeling a little bit strung out. Is that the phrase? Yes, you are. If you were a parrot... Do you glanced at my hair when no, I said that. No, because if you were a parrot, you'd be sort of pecking your feathers out. Your... If I were a monkey, I would be... Oh, no, wait. It's your... The total denial that there's any problem. Oh, it's and, all fine, it's all fine. Yeah. Better than ever, live my best life. And I love being with my family. The funny thing to, to me, the amusing thing to me to watch is you trying to maintain this facade that the lockdown is the best and the kids being off school is just the best thing that's ever happened to you because you are so horrified by being anything approaching a cliche and you are not only crumbling under the restrictions, but you're having to pretend that you're not. As and you're well. enjoying that? I am really enjoying you're it, yeah. fucking sicker. It's like a Roald Dahl short I, My job is to keep this family's pecker up. And the nations, okay? In the paper, I have had to, through all of this, I have had to write three columns a week, do the podcast with you, and do the radio show. So anyway, so I've been trying to keep my pecker up. Uh, also, there is the thing that the house is going a little bit to rack and ruin, you know, without our cleaner. You and I have been doing a good job of cleaning up. This morning, we've both been writing our other columns for the magazine, the one mm-hmm. we now do together. Scoffed down a bit of a quick lunch. I ate pate from the jar with the last of the gherkins. You know, we were, I was eating homemade veal shin ragu with fresh gnocchi barely three days ago. We we're eating stuff from the jar with a fork. Kids are on into hour 19 of their video, video gaming. But there's just cardboard boxes everywhere, which we're not throwing out because we're telling ourselves it's for the kids to do junk modeling. But it's because no one can be fucked to go out to the recent anymore. We don't know if the bin men are coming. The table. Here, this that's me running my hands on the table. We nobody, you or I, fuck knows the children has bothered to wipe it for the last couple of days, so it's kind of gritty underfoot. It's like a warehouse floor, our beautiful Christmas pine table. Uh, I haven't got fuck all to talk about in the podcast. Have you? I mean, it's I've all it's gone ideas. to abs- it's gone to utter piss. It might be all right. Maybe don't talk to our listeners like that. Sorry, we I need every single one we can get. <laughs> I've got a few ideas. Have my... you got actual ideas? Yeah, I do actually. How about a letter to Keir Starmer? And I thought you could write a letter to Dear Keir just because it would be funny. Say Dear Keir. Dear Keir. Do it rhymed. I, I actually wrote, I've written it down and I spelt Dear wrong. You spelt Dear Because as I've written it D E I R. D I R Keir. No, it's all right. I breathed in some spit. Did you? Yeah. That's the thing you're supposed to not do. So, Dear Keir. Mm-hmm. And I thought there was, there was a piece in the paper today that said. When Keir, Keir Starmer has done more in the last four days to repair relations with the UK Jewish community than Jeremy Corbyn had done in the last four years. Mm-hmm. But he must go further. Last Keir, week, last week on the I want podcast, to see you being held aloft on a chair for some dancing. I want klezmer music. I want him yes. to go kosher. It, really? No, no, I don't know. We, we could talk about it. Last week... Mm-hmm we were talking about what you still need cash for and you said to pin to a Greek bride and I said don't they do that to vomits for boys as well mm. and I was sent a text message by a friend not directly but sort of implying 
that that's the kind of thing that neo-Nazis Accusing say. you of being the anti-Semite we all know you deep down to be. Being able to go, I've got a Jewish husband, you seem to think gives you carte blanche. I said that. I was a little bit upset by this. Um, and then I had a conversation with you about whether or not I was an anti-Semite, and you seemed to think that I was. Oh, everyone's an anti-Semite, you know that. Well, okay, so maybe, is there a column? Is it time for an everyone's an anti-Semite column via a, uh, a person of no importance or Adrian Mole writing to writing to Johnny Tideman. It means BBC. nothing to me. Oh, Maybe that, that's no, weird. No, no, wait, wait. You've read Adrian Mole? No. <gasps> you poor. It didn't come out until I was 13, by which time I was reading proper books. Um, right. So, no, I don't know about. So, Dear Care is feasible. No, I think the Jewish thing, I'm oh. glad you've reached out to the Jewish community, but right. I want more from you. Okay. I want to see you. Can, let's see you shrug. Come on. Right. Um, what are you eating? I mean, in the same way that the dish head Miliband tried to eat a bacon sandwich, you eat some gefilte fish. Ugh, no one yeah. wants to eat that. No, the, well, proper Jews do. Some cholent. Come around to my Friday night care. Um, other how other very be, Jewish things. How, how to, to be, be Jewish care, yeah. Dear kid, this is how to be Jewish. Yeah, how to be Jewish. You just wanted to, to begin, be dear kid. I have to. We have to be respectful because Keir Starmer lives just up the road. From he does have a sense of humour, though. But well, we want the people to think he does, because, you know... Yeah. Because he's probably going to be Prime Minister. Yikes. Not and we're going to want visits to Chequers, because they, they've probably got bog roll, yeah. chickpeas... More gherkins. More gherkins, crucially. Do say... <laughs> don't say... Don't do you pin money to Bob no, it's how to be Jewish. It's like... Yeah, there's yeah, it's a good football, Jewish football. Don't support Spurs, mate. Support Arsenal. That's always the surprise call. In Israel, Arsenal, massive Spurs for really? Stinkener. Really? Yeah. All oh, right. For a bunch of Shlemiels, they think. Oh, and you could do... Not that they speak Yiddish there, because... Obviously. They don't speak Yiddish in Israel. Really? No. It's not a thing they speak Hebrew. Yiddish is spoken by... Us? Colonels of exactly. <laughs> Yiddish is spoken by pockets of nostalgic Hasidic Lubavitcher Jews. You could, you could have Zion. within that... Sorry. Yeah, you fucking interrupt me. That's how you be anti-Semitic. No, I was just being Jewish and you were being anti-Semitic. I wasn't able to explain what Yiddish was. You made a shit joke. I explaining over you. You were explaining. Exactly. You were shit-explaining. Shit-explaining. Explaining. And then basically everything. The other thing, how to be Jewish by ending that you think that Harrison Ford is Jewish. Do you know about all that? Harrison Ford's not Jew Jewish. What so what Jews do is we sit around, well, before we met people like you, you sit around watching television thinking that everyone's Jewish. Harrison Ford is one of the ones that Jews think is Jewish. Paul Newman, everyone thought was Jewish. Harrison Ford, and like Clint Eastwood, I think Clint Eastwood isn't. But Harrison Ford is like half Jewish or something. It doesn't count. It's not for you to say. There's an Adam Sandler song about famous people who are Jewish and not Jewish. <laughs> is there? But as, in, as in like... Guess who's like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really funny. Like, it's and really then, funny. And then it, the one line. Benjamin is, Netanyahu, not Jewish. And he says, Bruce Spring Springsteen, not Jewish, but my mom thinks he is. Which well, I thought was really we, funny. I can steal some of that. I think, dear Kit, I love what you've done. I mean, and let's be, you know, honest for a moment. When I saw Kier's speech from the bunker, Three Streets Up, and he, which you obviously listened to in depth yourself, no doubt, being a massive political enthusiast. Uh -huh. Uh, when he got to the Jewish community and he said, I'm sorry, I, if I'd been talking, I'd have had a lump in my throat. I was Aww. moved. I generally was. And I, I was never, I didn't fuck about it. I'm not a Labour voter. I don't give a fuck about whether they're anti-Semite. I tried you so often. I tried yes, so often to I know, press you about whether you did think to get it, in, you just yeah, didn't I didn't want to get involved in that anti-Semitic thing because I hated the Corbynites for so many other reasons right. that I thought it was irrelevant. So when Keir said he's genuine, that he was sorry, I thought that's all you had to do. It's all Corbyn had to do. And now, you know, I'll happily vote. 
happily vote Labour. But I think then the joke is to go, but come on, Keir, you can do better than that. Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah, be yeah, more yeah, Jewish. Yeah, yeah. So like things like when, you, okay, yes, you eat a smoked salmon bagel. Nobody's impressed. A Jew does not eat a cold bagel with a, with a tiny little schmear of Philadelphia with a little bit of uh, uh, smoked salmon wrapped in polythene. No, you toast your fucking bagel. Yeah, you toast your fucking bagel, you butter it, then you put a big thick schmear. It's called a schmear, locks in a schmear. A big, big thick schmear of proper cream, then loads you of... You don't put butter and then cream cheese. Yes, you do. No, you don't. Yes, you do. Sorry, would you like to shiksa-splain this one to me as well? <laughs> How you make okay, a yeah, fucking smoked salmon bagel. Oh dear, shiksa-splaining is a thing. You don't do any capers, you do black pepper, but not too much black pepper will make you sneeze, bring on a cold. <laughs> You've got to be very careful. We don't like so to sneeze. So are you doing a Yiddish accent or a Chinese one? I'm doing an one? accent. You're just doing a foreign accent. I'm just doing, oh, it's a Jewish accent. I think that's a very, very, very good idea. Mm-hmm. I think the dear Keir thing is is lame. You're, you're, I mean, I don't think that's very funny. To what, dear Keir, oh, look, it rhymes, and then what, move on. Oh, what, F you then? No, it's fine. I didn't mean it. So you've made my whole column for the whole. We can stop now. How about your Corona stone? You know what the Corona stone is? No. The Corona stone is the stone that you put on when you're in lockdown oh. with the coronavirus. You are worried that you are getting fat. Mm-hmm. I don't think you are getting fat. I think you look... You, you admitted I was getting fat. I'm sort of winding you up. I don't mm. think you are getting fat. But the scales say that you are a little heavier than you would like to be. And we don't know if that's just leftover... We don't know why it is, but and we we were chatting last night a bit about getting fat, and you just sort of looked off into the distance and you said maybe I'll just get incredibly, incredibly fat. And I thought maybe maybe a column about your relationship with exercise and food and getting fat. And I mean, look, you'd been you what you were doing what you often do is saying you know, we're we're all we're both getting a little bit you know and you you never mean yourself you you it's a way of telling me that I'm fat. And you did look at me a little bit, and then you said well you're not fat you look great. I mean a little bit of a belly isn't a thing at your age. When I feel overweight, I I slump into such a deep abyss of despair I can barely even speak so yes I would never are you looking chirpy now I'm looking chirpy but that's because you you were all of that conversation went on in the two weeks leading up to your time of the month oh, don't when you that. get a bit bloated, bloated and water retentive yeah. then you had then you had your period and then now you now you're not bloated anymore and now you're feeling thin and sexy and oh, that'll no, last I for a week sexy, darling, I my, wish my, I could have a monthly release fit. of water tension that just made me look all fit yes I wonder if they're talking about the cor- addressing the... The corona the stone corona is quite stone. interesting. But the problem with the coronavirus is it means we think about food all the time, which I normally yeah. didn't. There aren't other... Mm-hmm. You're, it's like when you're on holiday, you know, you put on mm-hmm. weight on holiday. Most of the summer holidays, you go away to some self-catering or not of it, but like all-inclusive resort for two weeks. And it's just a wobble from, yeah. to, from meal to meal. It, the lesson hasn't sunk in quite as deeply as with you that you can't have the kids' dinner and then your dinner. You can't, so I'm eating the kids' food and then my food. You are. We're, we're consoling ourselves with Friday night cheeseburgers, Saturday night pizzas. Yeah. Um, but I'm, also, you know, we're, we're drinking too much. Well, we've, we've actually. Are cut, we? We've That's cut another down column. Now, it's a so. booze column. I mean, we have. Yeah, well, booze column is good. Yeah. Now, actually. I'm sorry, I just need to switch the stew onto a slightly lower thing. Hang on. You see, there we go. We're, we can't even have a conversation about food without you having to go. And... No, I know, and do something for the stew. Hang on, what's it? Um, but yes, no, I think that's, um, that's probably quite significant. But everyone's writing about... F- Are they? Okay. Well, everyone's writing about food, aren't they? Food and health and Joe Wicks. On page four, I saw a photo that reminded me of an idea you had a couple of weeks ago. Although, uh, maybe, it's just a, maybe it's just a funny picture for you. It's a hipster policeman. There oh, he yeah. is with his big beard and all his tattoos 
And he's got a gun. Yeah. He's an armed hipster. I mean, like... What were you thinking we would do with that? Well, you did say the other day, um, how, will the coronavirus kill off hipsters? Oh, right. It didn't really come to much, though. No. Maybe we don't... In the, I was going to do this story. Oh, the steel. Which is about the, the, the health monitoring system, which has come, not surprisingly, from America. Um, and it is a health monitoring system. Much has been written about facial recognition systems. Um, but the inventors of a new health monitoring system hope to harness what might be considered technology at the other end of the scale. A smart laboratory is a brainchild of scientists at Stanford University. It's a benevolent big brother. It will analyse daily deposits, oh my God. searching for warning signs of diseases, including certain cancers. It needs to know which member of a household is responsible for each sample. This is achieved by a camera-enabled computer system capable of distinguishing one rear end from another. And not so much facial recognition as fecal recognition. Oh. The whole point is to provide precise individualised health feedback, so we needed to make sure the toilet could discern between users, Sanjeev Gambier, professor and chairman of radiology at Stanford, said. His team made a flush lever that reads fingerprints and they came to realise that this wasn't foolproof. So they've basically got a thing that looks up your jaxi and can see literally from the configuration of your anus who what you are. What a waste of time. So who's a sort of right Why are not. these people making ventilators? That's what I want to know. That would be possibly a more useful. Maybe they made it before the corona. Well, we didn't help with the ventilators because we were making this toilet that recognises your ass. Which, yeah, which, which is... So much more so, Sorry, there's a little picture of it here. Look at that. A camera detects who's using the lavatory so the data can be recorded. So, you would have to have a very good aim as a boy, wouldn't you, not to piss all over that? Well, Maybe it's when, when you were standing up and weeing, you'd be able to not weave it. It's actually a camera. Uh, uh, so, so could you maybe do that with the floor in our bathroom? Oh, fuck off. Uh, my dad, there's a, there's a programme called Ice Road Truckers that my dad is obsessed by. He's got a massive crush on... Obsessed with. Obsessed with. Um, he's got a ma Fuck you! Well, I'm just saying. Oh, fuck no. you! I'm so fucking sick of you! You're stupid, <laughs> pedantic, correcting me all the time, telling me my kitchen's dirty. It's your kitchen. It's not your kitchen. Ah! No, don't it's going to hurt. That's the thing. Okay. Um... Uh... Yes, so he's obsessed. Let the record show that I missed deliberately. Right, yeah. By twanging Whatever. the rubber. If you had got me in the boob, you, I would have killed you. And it's not an easy <laughs> target to miss. <laughs> um, Moving on, what about this? Did you see the story about the petting goats at the London Zoo? Oh, that's so... Cute. Petting plan for lonely goats missing daily meat and bleed. Yeah. So, meat well, and bleed. Meat and bleed. It's so sweet. So London's got these seven pygmy goats. Which, which we know very, very well. Because our kids because... just you go all the way to the zoo yeah. with our three and a half thousand pounds a week membership uh and <laughs> well it's a vastly expensive thing and we would but well worth it uh and we would go there and they never want to see the tigers or the lions no. or, you know, they, or the gorillas they just stretch to the goats to pet the goats feed the goats mm. um and now the goats and the goats are absolutely the zoo is obviously lovely. closed to the public the and the goats are at the, the, and it's at a, and jessica courtney jones a keeper in the animal area of the zoo where children can play with the goats as well as kunakuni pigs ringtail coaties llamas and owls said after the zoo closed, we noticed that the goats were still waiting patiently by the gate for the public to appear. It was clear that these social animals were wondering where everyone was and were missing the extra ear scratches and massages they received from our visitors. And just made me sad. And I thought, maybe is there a column in that? The, the, the forgotten victims of the coronavirus? I'll go and pet them. But um, who else can you think of? Me. You? I'm not getting as many cuddles as I did. Maybe I am. No, I'm not. No, you're not. Because you're so fed up. I'm with... in a bad mood. Yeah, yeah. so you're not. You're not getting any. I used to cunningly go away to work for a week, and I'd come back and get a 
get a peck on the cheek. No, no longer. Um, I, I do. I've got another one. Mm-hmm. Have you encountered any coronavirus conspiracy theories? Have I encountered them personally? Yeah. Only the five G one. Okay, so there's a 5G one. The 5G one where they burnt down literally 20 masks. Yeah. Uh, there's another one. It's a conspiracy to end cash. The coronavirus has yeah. deliberately started to end cash. Yeah. By what? The credit card companies? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. There's a conspiracy to end cash. And the other one is that there is um, is that lots and lots of the hospitals are empty. They're not actually full. There are loads of coronavirus conspiracies. Where did you see them? On. Darling, I, I don't, I can't remember. In not, the newspaper? No, or... of course not in the stupid newspaper. They're conspiracy theories. Probably on Instagram, on YouTube. I don't know, someone told me. People going, Psst, guess what? I'm, I'm bombarded with okay, information fine. all week. I thought it was just absolutely it. hilarious that, um, that, that people think it could be done by 5G. I guess it's just a Chinese link. And these people are going out there and burning down. It's literally like when they went and they used to go and beat up pediatricians. Yep. Um, exactly, but I thought you could maybe come up with some conspiracy theories. That's not own. a bad idea. So, some more conspiracy theories. It's a conspiracy theory by what? Are, what are the other conspiracy theories? It might be. Who is Ben Qe Bono? We ask, do we not? Who benefits? You're right. Yes, exactly. Who benefits? Um, well, no. Uh, delivery. Conspiracy companies. by Deliveroo. Deliveroo. That's that might be an okay column. Ocado. Um, All food delivery companies. Uh, a conspiracy by eco, the eco, eco, eco people. Eco yeah. people. Yeah. Uma Thurman. What's she called? Fucking already. That that oh, Greta Swedish Thunberg. girl, Greta Thunberg. So Greta Thunberg. So it's an eco conspiracy to kill off fast fashion, global travel, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, what else? Who else? What else might it be? Who else? Who else? The people who hate festivals. Ask. Oh, parties! I tell you what. If we were going that way, but one Puritans. A thing that I thought, well, no, look, it's played into, right into my hands, this coronavirus. I am absolutely the person. In the, in the Agatha Christie thing in the living room, she'd come last to me. Poro would come last to me mm. and say, who has benefited from this in every possible way? Who is a restaurant critic who no longer has to go to this shitty restaurant every <laughs> fucking night? Who is it? Who lives in a house with a lovely garden close to the heat? Who wants to spend time with his family and secretly hates all his friends? Who is this? Who can earn all his money from sitting at home? Who broadcasts on the radio and podcasts when people listen to it because they've got nothing else to do because of the virus? Who is so young and handsome and sexual and <laughs> physically healthy that he can't be a ta- can't be good? It's him. It's Mr. Curran. I put it to you that you put the virus out there uh-huh. to improve your life. You've been listening to Giles Corrin Has No Idea with me, Giles Corrin. And me, Esther Walker. It's a Times podcast produced by Lucy Ditchmont. If you want to find out what I wrote about in the end, there's a link to the column in the podcast description. Please like and subscribe wherever it is you get your podcasts to never miss an episode. And for the full live experience, you can tune into my radio show every Sunday night from 7 to 10 p.m. on Talk Radio. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com upgrade.